0: Hey guys, how's it going? This is Josue Salcedo, youth pastor of Remnant Youth here at King Jesus Ministry. This is the Remnant Youth Podcast. I wanna thank you for tuning in with us today. And if you're looking for something that speaks louder than your situation, and you wanna know what God is saying now, then this message is for you. God bless everyone that's watching us right now. Uh, Wherever you're watching us from, from around the world, we wanna start by saying that these are times of faith and not fear Uh, i believe that these are times where we will be defined in these moments i believe that god is looking for a remnant so welcome to remnant youth passion nights online um on behalf of our spiritual father our apostle we just want to welcome you uh in case you didn't know this is the best church in the whole world welcome to king jesus ministries i think that we could all agree that our lives have literally been changed through this ministry. Um, This is not just a church, it's a home. I grew up going to church, I'm a uh, third generation pastor's kid, and um, I never grew up going to a church quite like this. Now, I don't wanna say our church is perfect, we're not, but it's my home. And um, the presence of God is here, and there's so much revelation. Revelation is what God is saying now. What is God saying through his word? And I believe that in these times, people are either giving themselves to fear or people are giving themselves to faith. And we want to encourage everybody who's watching us that you don't give yourself to fear, but that you keep your eyes on Jesus and you give yourself to faith. Amen. So I'm here with a couple of our leaders. um, And tonight we want to speak to all the men, all the women. Uh, the young people maybe you're an adult well welcome to the youth um but we want to speak to young people we want to speak to everybody who's watching and we want to talk about faith because i believe that faith is needed now jesus told peter the devil has asked me for you but i've prayed that your faith would not fail so what are your thoughts some of your thoughts are the undress
1: so um, First of all, it's a privilege to be here, Pastor. Um, and everybody watching online, I know that these are some times where your thoughts are probably going a million miles per hour. And um, there's something that God has been speaking to me, and it's this. You know, every time God speaks, the devil going to attack that same thing that he spoke. He's not attacking the things that are not clear or gray lines or confusing. He's attacking everything that he spoke. And this season, God spoke revival. He spoke breakthrough. He spoke promises coming to pass. There's a reason why the enemy is bringing the opposite of that. He's attacking, you know, when, when Adam and Eve, God gave them instructions, the first thing that happened is that the devil attacked that instruction. When, um, you know, all over the Bible, when Jesus came out of the water and God said, this is my beloved son, automatically the devil, the devil attacked Jesus' identity in the desert. So I think that in this season more than ever, you have to go back to the voice of God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing. And if the enemy is attacking you to fear, through fear, and the opposite of fear is faith, Then you need to go back to intimacy you need to go back to hearing what god is saying about you what god is saying about these times what god is saying about just everything and that's really the place where you're going to see a lot of breakthrough from that fear that you've been going through
0: you know i like what you were saying Elder and just because you know in in the book of revelation and and we believe that we're living in end times i mean we can see so many signs uh, where jesus spoke um, about the times that we're living in now and in the book of revelation it says he who has an ear let him hear to what the spirit is saying and in many scriptures the bible gives us the context that spirits speak we see this when jesus delivered the man that said who where jesus asked him who are you and the demon spoke the spirit spoke and said i'm legion because i'm many and all throughout the bible we can see that spirits speak and fear also speaks And I think that there's many people watching right now that you've been under the influence of this spirit called fear that has been speaking to you. And I want to start tonight by talking with you guys the difference between thoughts and darts. Because darts are literally the devil's thoughts sent to you. And if you're not careful, you'd confuse them for the voice of God. Because the same way God speaks to you, so does the devil. And the crazy thing about it is that the devil speaks to you the same way God does. He speaks to you as an inner voice. He speaks to your inner self. And sometimes I think that we think it's God speaking, or sometimes we think that it's us speaking to us. But I want to tell you that not every thought you think originates from you. And there's a difference between thoughts and darts. And and I think that in a moment like this, we need to identify what thoughts come from God and what thoughts are darts that come from our enemies? And I want to start by saying fear is a liar. Come on, come on. And, um, you know, this past week, we had a special impartation with Apostle. And there's so much that he spoke about. And um, I know that this Sunday is going to be amazing. So you need to tune in because God has a fresh word for you. And I just want to share just a couple of things and then just give you guys the opportunity to speak on maybe certain testimonies or how your faith and how you got delivered from fear and how your faith has helped you in this walk. And where is your faith now? But I wanna start by saying, what do you guys think about this? Fear will cause you to see things that are not there. What do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, I think, I think fear is based on the
2: unknown, you know? And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, the Bible says that God has given each believer a measure of faith. It says in the book of Romans. And so maybe some of you guys are watching right now and you say, hey, you know what, you know, I'm feeling hopeless. I'm feeling faithless. You know, I don't know what to do in the times of crisis. You know, fear is based on the unknown. And so whenever a thought tries to come into our mind, you know, that says, hey, you know what? I'm feeling hopeless. I have no faith. I have no hope. I'm losing my job. Maybe somebody that was watching right now throughout this time of crisis, you just got laid off or they're telling you that there's no work and everything is on a standstill, you know, and you're feeling hopeless, I want you to know that that's not true because the Bible says that he has given each believer a measure of faith. So there is no such thing as faithless. Whether you have a small seed of faith or you have a mega faith, God has empowered each and every believer to believe in the impossible, to believe beyond what the crises are saying, what the news media is saying. And so right now I want to challenge you. If you say, you know what, I'm feeling hopeless, that's a lie from the devil. Because that is not true, because the Bible says that we all have a measure of faith. So if you're feeling hopeless, I want to challenge your faith tonight, that you would step out of that boat, and you would say, you know what, I do have faith, because we all have a measure. And so whenever whenever we are feeling hopeless, you know, you have to remind yourself, hey, you know what, God has given me a measure. You know, maybe it's not a mega faith, but whatever measure it is that God has given us, that enough has given us enabled each believer to overcome impossible circumstances.
0: You know, I love that what you're saying, Mike, because right now with this whole coronavirus and some of the crises that we're facing, it's really unknown. How long is this gonna last? Is this gonna affect my finances? Like what you were saying. So fear is based on the known and there's a lot of unknown things going on. And I love that you're clarifying and, and really letting people know that are watching right now, they have a measure of faith. You have a measure of faith and you got to utilize it. You know what I was thinking about today? How, how fear blinds you. Wow. And for us, these are not times of worry yeah. because for us, our faith is not based on something unknown. Yeah. Our faith is based on God and faith causes you to see. Yeah. So what are we excited about? Well, we're excited about what our faith is, is showing us. Yeah. In this crisis, there's opportunity. Yeah. In this crisis, faith is not going to tell you, hey, worry about your job, faith is gonna tell you, hey, there's an opportunity for a financial breakthrough. That's right. That's and, I, and, and from what you were saying, I would ask you this, if, I, I would say we need to base our thoughts on the word of God. Yeah. And if fear is speaking to you, would you say it's safe to, if you're worrying or you have anxiety, would it be safe to say to believe the opposite? Of what it's telling you what do you think
2: about that yeah yeah 100 you know um i remember i'll share a quick story um a little bit about my testimony you know so i've been coming to this church for about eight years now and uh, before i got to this ministry i was really crippled by fear i mean if you were to tell me to speak in front of a group of people i would i would take a zero in my speech class because i wouldn't want to give my presentations you know, so I wouldn't show up to class, or I would kind of skip, or I would come up with an excuse just to get out of any moments where God would put me on some kind of spotlight. I didn't like talking in groups. and um, So this would have been impossible this, for you before. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember one night um, I was here sitting inside the temple, and, um, and I, the pulpit was there. And I think all of us that has come to our church has imagined this at one point. You know, I looked. This was in my beginning stages in my walk. And I looked standing behind the pulpit, and I was looking at all these chairs, and I was like, wow, like... I wanna preach in front of all these people one day. Come on. And um, and then right away a thought came, like you're mentioning, there's a voice of God and there's a dart. And right away the enemy told me, you're not able to do it. And started reminding me of my past. And it kind of put me down, it kind of like um, unmotivated me, it kind of like, You know, I said, man, I'm a little bit discouraged. And I kind of went home discouraged that night because I didn't think I would ever be able to do something like that. And as a testimony, I'm here in front of a camera right now talking. And, you know, God has done the impossible. You know, so whenever the enemy tries to throw a dart at your head, you know, you can always say the opposite. Definitely.
0: Um, Come on. Awesome. Gilbert, how about you, man? What areas have you seen how fear has paralyzed you? Or how do you see? I want you to talk about how fear has paralyzed you. Um, because fear is a, is a demonic spirit. And one of the things that fear does is that it enslaves you, it paralyzes you, it blinds you, it delays you, it causes you to procrastinate. The mission of fear is to contain you, to enslave you, and paralyze you, to delay you. The, the, the mission of fear is for you not to take action. So is there any area in your life from your past where you said, fear was holding me back, it was paralyzing me, had a grip, I got delivered. How did you get delivered? And also, I want you to talk about how how do you see the spirit of fear operating in in this generation right now with everything that's happening.
3: Of course, one thing that I one, one thing, thing that one I one noticed, one, um, Pastor, was that in my past I was very afraid to take take like the initiative. I wasn't that person that would like if you put a group project, I'll be like that person. Hey, hit me up when we gotta present, or I'll sign my name, whatever. I was never that person that wanted to do things up front. So, for example, if you were to ask me to come here, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'll put you to the side. I wouldn't be here. You know, I was that person. And, you know, slowly and surely, God brought me out of that. God took me from a place where I was a no one, and He brought me to a kingdom where He put me in a place where I became something in His kingdom. You know, the way He delivered me through that was by putting me in the spotlight, not just by pushing me, but he grabbed my hand and said, you know what? I'm your provider. I'm here with you. I have the Holy Spirit in you, and I'm going to teach you how to do things. So a lot of times, you know, I learned a lot of the things I have now through the Holy Spirit teaching me.
0: How did you defeat fear?
3: The way I defeated fear in the first place was um, it was actually sitting down in one of these chairs right here. I was afraid to come up when I first started my walk of God I was afraid to come up to the altar for the call of salvation and one thing I remember was that I knew that if I didn't go up that would be it and I remember telling myself you know what I have to and I never forget that I remember walking down the aisle and I remember it was like if someone was holding my hand walking me down there so I knew that when the moments of, of my fear God was with me still. And I knew that if he was for me, then no one can be against me. That's what the scripture shows. That's what it teaches us. And I'm living proof of that now.
0: Well, you know what I love about that story that you took an action. You took an action. And I I believe that every time we take action, our action defeats fear. Because the opposite of fear is faith. And it took faith for you to come out out of that chair. And once you did that, i feel, i believe that god met you at your faith because the problem is a lot of and i want to teach somebody that's watching god god is god doesn't meet people at their need god meets people at their faith there's a lot of need especially right now and there's a lot of need going on in the world but god is doesn't meet people at their need he meets god he meets people at their faith There was a need in Gilbert, but God didn't meet him there. But the moment that he took an action step, the moment that he took action, the moment that he stepped out in faith, God met him at that faith, and boom, God's comfort came in. Uh, god revealed to gilbert that he can trust in god so i want to tell you god god's not going to meet you at your financial need he's not going to meet you at the need what you that you have right now at your home he's going to meet you at your faith what is god telling you forget what fear is trying to tell you pastor how do i identify fear well uh what is what is it that you're hearing that's limiting you What is it that you're hearing that's trying to contain you and put you on a box? What is it that you're hearing? What is it that you're listening to? It's not you. It's not God. If something's causing panic, if something's causing you worry, if something's causing you to be stressed, if you don't know what's going to happen, hey, I got a good news for you. God knows what's going to happen. God knows what's going to happen. He knows where he's taking you. Put your trust in God and take a step of faith just talk to me, man.
1: So, if there's something that I've noticed between all our stories, is that uh, fear corrupts your identity. Because none of these guys would be able to do what they're doing today if it wasn't, Come if they on. heard the voice of fear. So, if fear is a liar and you're watching online right now, you're literally stopping who you are because of fear. You're allowing a lie to tell you your insecurities, the things that you'll never achieve, the things that your parents, the mistakes they did that you're gonna mistake too. But the other side of the coin is that faith allows you to tap into your identity because faith allows you to hear what God is saying about you, which is you are a conqueror, you are you Come will on. prosper, you will move forward. This virus will not touch you. You will be bold, you will preach in front of thousands of people like, like Mike is doing right now. So I think that, you know, as believers, we don't have the benefit to allow fear in our hearts, man. And and there's a scripture that says that um, you know, it's impossible to please God without faith. Say, Come on. I think that's the greatest thing that has convicted me, which is Man, if I'm in fear, I'm not pleasing the Lord. I can't afford that. I can't afford to live a life where God is not being pleased by the things that I do. And above that, I can't afford a lot, uh, to live a life where fear is stopping me from helping other people. Because your full identity is to help other people. The Bible says that God called us to make disciples of the nations. That's your purpose. Whether you're a worshiper, a businessman, at the end of the day, you're making disciples. If you allow fear in your heart, you're going to stop helping people. You're going to allow people to go to hell. You're going to allow... uh uh, the enemy to really just corrupt who you truly are so I want to encourage you today you know begin to hear what God is saying about you if the devil tells you you can't God will tell you you can if the devil tells you you're gonna fail listen God will make sure you don't fail because the Bible says that the purpose of God will always prevail so I think in this season and you know what pastor I've been seeing that the news is teaching us how to act you know everybody watching online you, you're copying what the news are saying most of you you're panicking because the news tells you to panic you're afraid because the economy crashed my it's, economy is not the kingdom you know it's, it's not teaching that. people
0: how to react to fear rather than faith exactly that's why we're here we want to teach you how to react to faith Amen. and not fear can you just challenge people right now to just act on faith and before Aldo Andres does that where are you watching us from we want to know where where is god telling you to step out in faith from is he telling do you live in california need to take a step of faith there do you live in another country in other words where do you live where does god want you to step out in faith from and if you also have a testimony just like gilbert just like mike where god delivered you from fear let us know write it comment it do a video and send it to us we want to know how god has delivered you from fear although andres can you just challenge yeah. people to just step out? in faith that if fear is talking to you hey that's the devil trying to limit you and you ought to be doing the opposite of what he's telling you i believe that fear is like a messenger it's like a prophet Come on, I, I believe that god can use fear to confirm what you ought to do if he tells you don't do this god is really telling you to do the opposite yeah. so i believe that in not in these times god is going to use fear as a messenger god is going to use fear as a prophet that when it comes and it tells you hey don't do this hey be careful hey be worried about this that you will know okay i know how to decode this message i'm gonna do the opposite god is telling me i am who he he says i am i'm not what fear is telling me if fear comes and says you're this and you can't do that and don't do this you ought to be able to decode the message and do the opposite i want to tell somebody you are the opposite of what fear is telling you and god is telling you to do the opposite of what fear is telling you. Come on, Andres, can you just challenge Come people? Come on, man.
1: And you know, Pastor Josue gave us a discipleship last year that was called decoding the enemy. And that's exactly what he just said. Wherever the enemy is lying to you, wherever you feel fear, bro, that's your next breakthrough. That's the place that God wants to take you to the next level, where he wants to give you the promise. If the devil Come right on. now is telling you you're not going to prosper, well, guess what? God wants to prosper Come you. on, get ready. If the devil is telling you right now, listen, you're never going to get the break. Your family will never get saved. That, this is a season where your family will get saved. Come on. My, my brother last year had cancer. The enemy filled my mind with fear. He'll never get healed. Right, the, the, the cancer already spread over his body. I remember talking to Mike. I remember saying, look Mike, God just healed my brother because he was going through the same thing with his father. We believed what God said. God says that by the laying of hands, they will get healed. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what the doctor said. I believe what the word of God said that by by his stripes, we are healed. And I declare the word all the way in Chicago. My brother got healed. My sister was going through panic attacks. She was going through depression. God said, I will will deliver her. Listen, in the same month, she got saved and delivered from panic attacks. So I wanna challenge you instead of staying afraid. You know what? people say this no but if people find out my fears it's gonna let them to think worse of me I, I'm a leader maybe you're a youth pastor you're going through fear and you say people cannot know my weaknesses they cannot know my fear listen that's a lie of the devil the Bible says confess to each other because if you fall we will pick you up and if I fall you pick me up so I think it's a time that you got to be vulnerable talk to the person next year I remember talking to Mike I remember telling him what I was going through and he helped me in that season when his father got attacked with cancer I remember helping him and praying for his father Now they're both healed they're both walking in purpose they're both saved so I want to challenge if you're watching online right now listen fear is actually the the red flag for your next breakthrough it's the next step that hey. God wants to bless you with so if you're watching right now I just want to pray for you and I want to declare that this is a season where fear is dissolved in your heart I declare that perfect love just consumes you and from this moment on you will not hear the voice of the enemy you will hear the voice of God you will hear what God says about you God says that you're more than a conqueror that wherever you are God is with you that listen you are blessed in everything that you do
0: come on you know I believe man I feel the presence of God I believe that God is trying to get young people to change the way they see things to get to see your situation through the eyes of God and and right now I just believe that these that measure that God gave you of faith God is activating it you know I love that scripture that God has given us all a measure of faith Dress, you know what I just hear God telling me right now? You know why He's given us a measure of faith? Do you want to know why God has given you a measure of faith? Because He wants something inside of you so that He can talk to. He's given you a measure of faith, He's placed a measure of faith of Himself in you so that He can talk to something in you. God's not talking to your reason. God's not talking to you talking to your anxiety he's talking to the measure of himself that he's placed in you there's a measure in you that can defy the impossible there's a measure in you that can cause impossibilities to bend their knees and right now I feel like God is activating that measure of faith that you will see your family that you will see this situation through the eyes of God through the eyes of faith it ain't over until God says it's over there's hope for you this is not the end this is just the beginning you haven't even scratched the surface let me tell you god works all things together for the good so this is a moment where God's speaking to his church and his body and he's telling you and me await the good there's a good coming to your finances not a bad there's a good coming to your home there's a good coming to your life there's a good coming to your situation but fear is trying to blind you and faith is trying to get you to see So right now, may your eyes be open to see the way that God sees. You know, I want to share this scripture, and I want to just give you guys the liberty to just speak on it. Because it's a scripture that has helped me and has empowered me to walk and live by faith. You know, the Bible says that the righteous shall live by faith. How do I live? I live by faith. Every day, I live by faith. When I wake up in the morning, I wake up by faith. If I drive, I drive by faith. When I get on a plane, I get on a plane by faith. I live by faith. My dependency and my trust is in God. And if you live by faith, then God meets you every step you take. right. Listen, what do you guys think about this scripture? Philippians 1, 27 through 28. Philippians 1 verse 27 says let your conduct only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of christ in other words you know what that scripture is saying your conduct right now and your conduct in the times that we're living in shouldn't reflect cnn shouldn't reflect any news media shouldn't reflect people who are worrying it shouldn't reflect someone else's anxiety your conduct should reflect the person of Jesus it should reflect the identity of Jesus in other words if Jesus was nowadays if he was here living among us if he was in our midst if Jesus was going to the supermarket if Jesus was at home right now if Jesus if they asked Jesus to not go into work and to stay home how would Jesus be acting what would Jesus be doing how would Jesus be speaking you know what I feel I feel that faith is changing your conduct I feel that faith is changing your language. Fear has been speaking to you, trying to get you to speak a certain way. And today it ends. You're not going to be speaking death. You're going to be speaking faith. You're going to be speaking life. Right now, let your language, let your conduct be changed by the person of Jesus. And look what it says in verse 28. I love this verse. Don't be terrified by anything. Another translation says, don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. There's an invisible enemy right now called the coronavirus and there's many other enemies in our personal lives and look what the bible says do not be intimidated by what you see do not be intimidated by what you hear do not be intimidated by what they tell you do not be intimidated by any crisis by any situation by any sickness do not be intimidated by your enemies do not allow your enemies to terrify you and what does it say because this will be a sign to them who's them your situation your enemies that they are going to be destroyed you know what God is saying young people in the midst of what's going on when you don't fear and when you don't allow the news and when you don't allow the times that we're living in to cause fear in you there's a PA going on in hell saying we about to get whooped we about to get destroyed because just like Elder Andres said fear tries to stop the plan of God in your life and when you don't fall into fear fear begins to tell everybody else fear begins to tell your situation we are about to get destroyed because every time you walk by faith god meets you where you're at and i want to end today by saying and and i just want to give you guys some liberty to just speak for a moment fear also attracts number one fear will cause you to see things that are not there and number two fear also attracts other spirits and demonic activity can you guys just give some feedback on that why shouldn't we fear because fear attracts other spirits fear attracts demonic activity ain't nothing going on and then you fear job job said it what i fear came to me what do you guys have to say about that
2: um fear distorts the image Um, fear releases a distorted image so whatever it is that you're going through whatever it is that throughout your walk right now if you begin to fear it distorts the images that are around you you see a lot of times i remember throughout my walk every time that the enemy has tried to creep into my mind he distorted the image he distorted the image of my marriage he distorted the image of my calling of my purpose and so one of the things that i want to also speak about too is when you're speaking about conduct it says in the book of mark that jesus saw their faith and so your faith is visible whoever is watching right now wherever it is that you're watching from god and people are able to see your faith so what is it that you're doing right now is people able to see faith or are people seeing fear in your life what is it are you are you you know stacking up 10,000 rolls of toilet paper in your house? Are you one of those people that got 10,000 bottles of Clorox? Listen, it's not unwise to prepare but my question to you tonight is that are you moving by faith or are you moving by fear? Mm. And your fear and your faith will be evident to those that are around you. And so whatever it is that you're going through, even if it has nothing to do with coronavirus, maybe you have a family member that is sick. Maybe you have somebody that is struggling in their personal life. They're battling with depression. I want to tell you that tonight, the Fear has tried to distort the image of God that is around you. God can restore your marriage. God can restore your family. Can I tell you that today I received a text message from a sister that I haven't seen in 30 years. And this In this season, God is reconciling and he's restoring family members. So right where you're watching, I want to say that God is able to see your faith. Are you praying? Are you sowing? Tonight, I'm ready to do my text to give because I'm giving an offering that is outside of my norm. I'm ready to do what God is challenging me to do. I want God to see my faith in the midst of adversity. I want God to be able to say and be well pleased, as you said, that God sees our faith and He is pleased by it. And so tonight I'm challenging you that is people seeing faith or is people seeing fear in your life? life? Are you struggling financially? Are you going through a, a, a hardship in your family? I want to say tonight that God is looking for your faith
0: come on right there where you're watching in a moment we're gonna go and we're gonna get into the presence of God is here and we're gonna worship with our team but I think that God is speaking to you tonight that's watching us and he's saying choose faith don't choose fear whatever fear is trying to tell you to do do the opposite that is what God is commanding you to do If fear is telling you be afraid hey be bold and courageous come on God told Joshua be courageous and do not be afraid 360 times God says do not fear 是 <laughs> God, Jesus told his disciples, why did you fear Oh ye of little faith? Tonight, let faith arise in you. Tonight, I said, let faith arise in you. We command faith to arise and be activated. I speak to the measure of faith that's in you right now. You will do what God is calling you to do in this season. You will see promises unfold. Don't be afraid. The economy is not gonna work against you. The economy is gonna work for you. Yes, Your amen. job your finances your business it's going to work for you school is going to work for you don't be afraid this is not working against you God is using the midst of crisis to work for the better and for your good we let us await together what is God doing what is God saying I don't know about you guys but I'm excited in these times because I'm not moving by fear I'm walking and living by faith Come on somebody, I want you to just stretch out your hands for a moment and we're gonna go and we're gonna worship. some of the guys and now uh we watch some of our girl leaders because we want you to hear from a woman's perspective uh whether you're a man or a woman uh, we want you to take a moment to hear from women that have gotten delivered from fear you know and as 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 we get into that i want to ask you where is your faith is your faith alive are you using the measure of faith that you've given who have you placed your faith in In moments like this, like we shared earlier on, these are not times of fear. These are times of faith. And I believe that God's calling the remnant, His remnant, the church, His body, to walk and live by faith. So I want to ask you, where is your faith? How is your faith right now? Are you utilizing your faith? And who is your faith based on? Our faith is based on the person of Jesus and on the finished work of the cross. And I want to tell somebody tonight, whatever it is that you need whatever your family needs at this moment he already gave it to you all you need to do is receive it so I want to welcome some of our girl leaders here tonight powerful women of God filled of faith and um, I want to I want to speak to some of y'all how have how has fear been a stumbling block or how has fear come against you how did you get delivered by fear and how are you walking by faith now
4: Um, Well, Pastor, good night, and good night to Revenant Youth. Thank you so much for connecting tonight. Um, It's a very special service. I will say, Pastor, that one of the things that fear does is that it always leads us to question. Question ourselves, question people, question God even. And something that I've learned is that uh, when we question, and we start questioning God, questioning people, and we question from a place of fear, it will lead you to unbelief. But when we question from a place of faith, it leads to revelation. So during these times of um, uncertainty and everything that we're going through, I don't think questioning is necessarily a bad thing. As long as it's coming from a, from a place of faith come on and that's what I've seen in my life personally when I have questioned God when I have questioned myself and it comes from a motive and from a seed of fear it has always led me to unbelief to doubt the Word of God to doubt prophetic words to doubt the scripture and when I have asked a question that comes from a place of faith it has always led me to revelation so you may be sitting there and you may be wondering everything that's going on in the world, the news that you're hearing. You may be freaking out where you are right now. And I just want to share a scripture um, that is in the book of Luke, chapter 21. And you can go there if you have it. And I'll just share a really quick I'm reading from the Amplified Version. If my phone cooperates with me, there we go. And it's in verse 25. Fifth, and he says, there will be signs, and there will be attesting miracles in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and on the earth, signs of distress and anguish amongst the nations, in um the roaring and tossing of the sea, people fainting from fear, and expect- expectation of things coming to the world, for the very powers of the heavens will be shaking, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, it says, and then he says, now these things will begin to occur, and when these things begin to occur, stand tall and lift up your hands. in joy, because suffering ends and your redemption is drawing near.
0: You know well, what? I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know what I love about that scripture that you just read? Um, earlier this week, Apostle had a special impartation with us. And he said something so powerful that stuck in my heart. It stood in my heart. And he said, we can go through plagues because plagues are not for us. He said, we can go through plagues because plagues are not for us. In other words, what he was trying to say is do not fear Mm, on what's now and do not fear on what is even to come. In other words, whatever we're going through now, don't fear because it's not for you. And whatever's going to come, which would be way worse, do not fear because it's not for you. So in other words, he said, we can go through plagues, do not fear plagues because they don't come for you. They don't come for us. The only one that's coming for us, like she read right now, is Jesus.
4: That's right, and it gives us such an assurance, the fact that He is in control. This is no news. COVID-19 is no news to Jesus. He didn't wake up one day. It wasn't surprised that the whole pandemic broke down. He knew what was going on. It is in the word. This is a time not for you to start questioning, to believing in fear. This is a time for you to steadfast in the word, for you to steadfast in revelation, for you to be wondering in the word of God of what's to come. And this is actually good news, Pastor, because I don't know about you, but I can't wait to go home. I can't wait to see Jesus. I can't wait to party in heaven. And he says, hey, when all these things happen, he says it right here. Now, when all these things happen, it's that's all. Lift up your head. Enjoy, because your suffering ends, and your redemption Come is on. near. So I don't know about you, but this whole thing about fear, it's not actually fear. God is preparing us, because we're soon going home. And I think that's a great, that's, those are great news. The, the Lord is preparing the bride to go home. And we are not to be called to live in fear, but to be moved from a place. Of faith, And I think that has changed my whole perspective and everything that's going on you right now. You know what
0: I love about what you're saying as well? This is exciting and this is good news. It's good news when the world is panicking, but you and I are in peace.
4: That's right.
0: It's good news when other people are worrying about their finances, but you know that God's about to prosper Amen. you. In other words, it's good news when faith is telling you the opposite of what the world is trying to compel you to believe. But don't let the world, don't let fear cause you to to believe into unbelief, left faith, cause you to see what God is doing in a times like this. It's good news when hell is all around you, but you, you're not shaken. Because the shaken is for the world. The shaking is not for the remnant. That's right. And I love what you were saying because one of the ways that we must respond, how do I, what should I be responding? How should I be responding in the times that we're living in? Number one, you should be responding by faith. Everything you do, do it by faith. If you go out, go by faith. Oh, but they're saying this and they're saying that. Hey, who is your faith based on? Is your faith based on what man is saying or is your faith based on what God is saying? Is your faith based on the blood of Jesus? Come on, somebody. Can I remind you that daniel's faith was based on the god almighty that he served Amen. his faith was based when they threw him in a pit of lions there was a man misha shadrach Abednego. their faith was based on the fourth man Amen. that was there in the fire in other words who is your faith based on my faith our faith is based on a supernatural god Amen. i want to ask some of the girls listen the bible says that perfect love Casts out all fear. That's a that's a verse for the times that we're living in. Can can one of you kind of just dissect into that? What are your thoughts and how has that verse changed your life? Would it actually,
5: it actually um, since the first day that I got saved, the way that God protected me when I was in the world, it was out of this world. Literally. Come on, and I could say that actually because of his love, I'm still here. That was the first thing and the first experience that I had with God, it was through his love. Because of that, I've been able to be delivered from fear. I remember that I will be afraid of every little single thing. Um, Not only about speaking in public, but also about doing little things in my life, even like driving. I will say that I was afraid about that too. But then God will remind me of his love, his perfect love, and also prayer. You know, until now, I can say, I'm not going to tell you, oh, I'm not afraid of anything. But prayer actually makes me be able to remain standing and be able to feel that trust in God. Just like David, you know, in the Bible, he says that he will, he will trust in the Lord. So that's what I applied in my life. I'm like, every time that I feel afraid, I'm like, my trust is in you, Lord. More. It's not in what I'm capable to do. It's not of what I know. It's not of what I, I think I know, but in your trust. Amen. So and, and every time that we want to know, like, how do I overcome fear? Just go to Psalms 119. Hmm. It literally tells you how you can overcome fear. How do you will put your trust in God? Um, how do you know that he will light up your path where you're going to walk? What are you going to do? Now, in the times that we're living right now, I can tell you that I have all my trust in God. Come on. I can walk in the, in in the streets and not thinking about what's going on right now because I know my God. I know how He protects me. I know that my trust is in Him. I know oh. that my faith it's in what He's in, in how He's protecting me no. right now.
0: This is not the moment to rip out pages from your Bible. Oh no. <laughs> this is not moments no. to erase certain scriptures that guarantee us that trust. You know, one of the things that I love about what you were saying was, you know, how your first encounter was with love. And the Bible says it clearly that perfect love, God's love, castes out all fear. Is to say, if someone is watching us, we have over almost 2,000 connections. So many countries. I don't have time to read them from Europe, from North America, uh, Asia. We have so many countries represented right now and um you know there's so many people that may be living in fear fear is trying to cripple you and take a hold of you and one of the things that can deliver you from fear today is God's love can you meditate on how much God loves you while you were talking Gina one of the things that I just kept hearing is in the midst of fear ask yourself does God love you and if God loves you is he not for you and so when you, when you ask yourself, God, do you love me? And God, in other words, if he loves you, will he, allow, he, will he allow certain things to happen to you? If God loves you, will he allow what fear is telling you is going to happen? Happen? The devil is a liar. Fear is a liar. And I love it because the Bible says that love has overcome all evil there is no love, there's no evil, there's nothing out there in this world, there's no circumstance and no crisis and no situation that has anything on God's love. God's love can change anything. God's love can change everything. And if you're in fear, ask yourself, doesn't God love you? And if he loves you, will he allow this crisis? Will he allow whatever it is that you're going through to get the best of you? of course not he is for you and he is with you and his love has already overcome your crisis isabella i want to ask you there's a scripture that says that god has not given us a spirit of fear but he's given us a power he's given us love and a sound mind what do you think about that scripture how does what does that scripture mean to you how have you been blessed and empowered by that scripture
6: were talking as well, I kept thinking about how God delivered me personally from fear. And not only did he deliver me one time, but he continues to deliver me Come in on. different areas. Because I don't think that you just become delivered in one shot. I think, I think that it's a process. And I think that there's things that you fear that you don't even realize. So in that scripture, and there's so many other scriptures that have blessed my life personally when it has to do with fear. For example, a verse that my mom used to make me repeat every single day before I left the house. It was a ritual. Um, Psalms 23, when it says, though I walk through the valley of shadow and death, I will fear no evil evil for you are with me that's such a powerful verse how because in every situation that you walk through every season that you go through it's as if you're walking through a storm it's as if you're walking through this dark place that you are by yourself but you have to remind yourself even in times like this whether it be a virus whether it be your family whether it be your finances whether it be your health whether it be your friends or your family there is something going on in your life because no one's life is perfect if you're perfect Imagine there's no situation, but that's why God allows you to go through situations. That's why God allows these type of situations to occur, to remind people that there is no situation greater than him. Apostle was telling us this week, there is no problem. There is no situation that can be greater than our God because he is reminding Mm. the world. He is reminding you that whether it be this situation or whatever you're going through, whatever season you're going through, that he is in control. And that's why we have to go back to God. So for me personally. when I felt delivered, when I felt like I needed to, you know, I would get anxiety attacks. I literally would. I would feel like I couldn't even breathe for certain situations because I would stress myself out, whether, I, whether it was work, whether it was my family, whether it was now, even I have family in Italy, and in my mind, the thoughts wanted to occur saying, what if my family over there? What about the ones that don't mm. know him? What about the ones that haven't, you know, met Jesus? What if they get infected? You know, but in that moment, and what our apostle told us this week was so key, the th- thought came in and the enemy works through your thoughts first and then that's when fear cripples into your life so in that moment that's when I canceled it that's when I canceled it and Come I cast it out every spirit of fear knowing that the love of God knowing that the love of God that he has for me I knew that me sending the word to my family that he was going to cover them with the blood because at the end of the day It comes out to canceling that fear, reminding yourself of the blood of Jesus and what he did on the cross for all of us for this, what's going on right now and for the ones that you love. And that's honestly how I remind myself and how I set myself free, because it's not that fear just leaves and then you're free. No, it always comes back and it tries to come into your mind and it tries to come into your family and you always have to have your spiritual ears, your spiritual eyes open to know when it's there and when to cancel it and when to set yourself free.
0: You know what I love about what you're saying that deliverance is a, a daily thing. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a daily thing because love is a daily thing. Amen. And every time you apply love, love casts out fear. And w- one of the things that God was telling me while you were speaking was, if you don't have a sound mind, then you gotta cast out fear. Amen. Because if you want a sound mind, you gotta cast it out. So if, if you're watching, we wanna remind you that God is with you, Amen. He's for you, He loves you. And if you don't have a sound mind, fear is in your life and it needs to get casted out just like Isabella was saying hold on a minute I'm gonna cast out that fear so if you want a sound mind you know what you gotta cast out and how do you cast it out receive the love of God amen you know apostle was also saying how anytime that your faith is based on anything except God you will be shaken And nowadays, people can believe until they have a crisis. Nowadays, people can believe until there's a storm, until there's a virus, until there's a situation at home. But that's why the shakening comes. One of the reasons why the shakening comes is to reveal who's the remnant, is to reveal are you in obedience with God? Are you complying with God? Are you in right standing with God? And today, God wants to tell you, it's time for you to get right with me because when you're right with God, you got a sound mind. When you're right with God, You got nothing to fear. You got nothing to worry about. God Almighty is on your side. You good with God. And if you good with God, there's no situation that he won't step into. So we want to just challenge you to remember God is with you and he loves you. And if you don't have a sound mind, then you got fear. And it's time to cast out that fear. We want you to just lift up your hands for just one moment. And we want you to surrender all fear. Right now whatever is not sound whatever area is not filled with love surrender it right now as we transition into worship isabella can you just lead every woman right now that's dealing with that fear thoughts of fear to just surrender it what god did in your life this earlier this with in this impartation with apostles just lead them to do that and then we'll just go into worship so
6: anyone Just close your eyes, just lift up your hands. Holy Spirit right there where they are. My God, you see every single person watching, every single family, my God, being represented, every single nation. Holy Spirit, my God, I declare the blood of Jesus, that blood that you shed on the cross, the blood, my God, that cries out, my God, for our sins, for our sicknesses, for diseases, for viruses, for our finances, for everything that we need. Holy Spirit, my God, I declare the blood of Jesus over every single family, every single woman, every single man that is watching, anyone who has dealt with fear, anyone, my God, who right now in the name of Jesus, even has depression, my God, from fear, anyone, my God, who has anxiety. Right now, I declare in the name of Jesus that you are set free. You are set free in your mind. You are set free, my God, in your heart. You are set free in your body. Everything that you cannot do, you will do now. I declare, my God, the blood of Jesus. I declare, my God, that perfect love casts out all fear. My God, the love of God is reaching your home. The love of God is reaching you in your car. The love of God is reaching you. where you are in your church holy spirit right now I declare my God that the love of God the peace of God comes over you right now and if you're with anxiety right now I cast you out my God I declare Jesus that there is freedom there is freedom in every remnant watching there is freedom in every nation there is freedom in your life there is freedom in your finances there is freedom in your job there is freedom and even in the midst of this darkness psalms 20 Seven says, although I walk through uh, although I walk through this war, my God, I will be confident, I will be confident in God. Holy Spirit, my God, I speak confidence in every single person watching, confidence in the love of God, confidence in everything that they do. My God, I declare blessings over them and I thank you, my God for the freedom, for the faith that they will have in you in the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Come on, just lift up your hands and worship to the other words. placed on the Word of God, on the person of Jesus, and on the finished work of the cross. My God, the presence of God is here. I want to share with you a scripture that Apostle shared with us earlier this week in a special impartation that we had, and that scripture is in the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2, and I want to read it to you. It says, not to be soon shaken in your mind or troubled either by spirit, or by word, or by letter. God is speaking to someone. Don't let fear, don't let the times we're living in, don't let your crisis, don't let anything that you're going through, trouble, bring trouble to your spirit. Don't let what people are saying, what the doctor is saying, what your family is saying, what your friends are saying, bring trouble, because God has already spoken. Do not let the letter, do not let what people are saying, what you're reading, what the news is saying, bring trouble. These are the moments. It's in moments of crisis where the remnant is identified. I want to ask you a question. Who are you going to be in the midst of the times that we're living in? Who will you be in the midst of crisis? Will you be a coward or will you be the remnant? Will you be the one that says, even if God does not come through, I still won't bow down? You can throw me into that furnace. I got news for you. If you take the road of faith, God will be with you. God will meet you in the fire he is the fourth man will you be the one that stands and says I'm not gonna walk by fear I will walk by faith will you be the remnant that casts out fear so that you can walk with a sound mind so that you can walk in love and be loved and know that God is with you do not let your spirit be troubled do not be troubled by letter and do not be troubled by the words of man there's three things that you must do tonight and number one how do I respond to this coronavirus how do I respond to my personal crisis pastor I need to know I want to know number one you respond by faith God is pleased by faith and God is calling the righteous to walk and live by faith this is not a moment of fear this is the moment that you go to work by faith this is the moment that you breathe the air by faith This is the moment where you walk by faith you talk by faith while other people's spirits are troubled your spirit is filled with faith while other people are talking fear words of fear your words are words of faith who will people know you for in these times will they know you for someone who's in fear or will they know you for someone who's in faith what actions will you take I want to challenge you. Number two, how do I respond in these times? Make sure that you are in right standing with God. In a moment, we're going to take the Holy Communion together. The presence of God is here. Pastor, how do I respond? Number one, by faith. Number two, how do I respond? Make sure that you are in right standing with God. These are not the moments to be playing games, to be playing church. These are not the moments for you to have hidden sin in your life. These are not the moments for there to be one foot in and one foot out. Let his love perfect you today. And number three, how do I respond in these times? Guys, this message will change your life if you apply these three things. Number one, respond by faith. Number two, make sure you are good and right standing with God. And number three, apply the blood i don't have the moment to go through the whole context but in the in the old testament god told his people the people of israel put blood in your doorposts today we're not going to take the blood of a human or of an animal but we can declare the blood do you remember the scripture that says and we've overcome our enemy with the power of the blood and the word of our testimony is to declare the blood of Jesus over your life. Every single day, take time to declare the blood. We're gonna do that now. Take time to declare the blood over your family, your children, your marriage, your job, your finances. My God, I feel it, there's blood. There's blood in your doorpost. There's blood that's cleansing people tonight. There's blood that's coming over you. There's a young girl. Your name is Melissa. You're 23 years old. You're experiencing a fire, a burning sensation. That's the blood of Jesus literally purifying your life. He's purifying you right now. I want you to just close your eyes for the next couple of seconds. I want you to stand to your feet. And I want you to approach the television or the screen. Or if you have your phone, just place it down for a moment. And just lift both your hands to God. And tonight I'm going to lead you into repentance. So many of you who are watching or are experiencing God right now. I want you to say with me, say, Heavenly Father, I repent. And I renounce to every spirit of phobia, of fear fear of failure fear of the times we're living in every thought of fear every emotion of fear every feeling of fear I cast it out and I receive your perfect love God say with me God I believe you are with me I believe you are for me And I believe your word that I am blessed in my entrance and in my exit, in my going in and in my coming back home safely. I believe you're with me. I renounce to every spirit of fear, every influence of fear. I renounce to every spirit of anxiety, of stress, of worry, panic and by God's perfect love say with me Heavenly Father fill me with your perfect love I cast out fear right now I bring down every word of fear that has been replaying in my mind in the name of Jesus I am free from fear and today I make a decision to walk by faith and not by fear I walk with a sound mind. I walk in boldness. I walk in courage. And I walk in love. Filled with faith and love. Knowing that God is my Father. I am His Son. And He loves me. Right there where you're at, I want you to take the Holy Communion. Every time we take the Holy Communion, we break His bread. And we drink his blood. It's God literally prophesying over our situation. What Jesus paid on the cross for. He died for our transgressions. He died for our healing. Whatever it is that you need at this moment. If it's peace, as we take his bread, his blood, receive peace. If it's joy, happiness, take it. If it's love, take it. If it's financial, take it. In a moment, we're going to honor and worship God with our tithes and our offerings. But we're going to eat His bread and drink His blood. Whatever it is that you need. If you are in anxiety, if you are anxious, if you are worried because of your job, receive financial provision. Whatever it is that you need. doesn't matter how little or how big. Receive it. Jesus said that the night that I was betrayed. He said... You will take my bread. You will drink my blood. And every time you do this, do this in remembrance of me. This is not a routine or a tradition. This is life. There's life being released. There's healing being released. There's deliverance being released. I want you to take that bread, and I want you to eat it. Receive what you need. And I want you to take the blood, and I want you to drink it. You're receiving the life of God right now. Many of you, you feel the presence of God. God is doing something in your home, in your household, in your personal life, in your finances. There is an exchange. And right now, I want you to just close your eyes for just one moment. Pastor, how do we respond? By faith. Being in right standing with God. This is the moment I feel the spirit of repentance coming into many people's hearts. This is the moment I want you to bow down right there where you're at. I want you to get on your knees. And I want you to begin to repent. I want you to see how we do it. And then I want you to do it at home. I want you to say with me Heavenly Father I confess every sin I confess every hidden sin in my life I repent of every sin I repent of all perversion of anything that's twisted in my heart in my character in my life i repent of all iniquity i repent of all righteousness right there where you are close your eyes and tell god god forgive me get on your knees and ask god god forgive me i repent of every sin I repent of every hidden sin. I repent of all transgressions in my life. I repent for offending others. I repent for all iniquity. I repent for all perversion in my life, represented in my household, in my family. I repent for all iniquity, anything that is twisted, all unrighteousness. I repent right now. I want you to say with me, God, forgive me. I receive your forgiveness. I am forgiven. Tell God, God, you are required to forgive me. You are obligated to forgive me because of your blood, because of the covenant you have for me. I receive right now peace. I receive right now what fear has taken from me, what fear has taken a hold of me. I receive that area of my life once again. I receive my peace. I receive my forgiveness. I receive joy was. Sin took from me was sin stole from me. I receive it right there where you're at. I want you to begin to plead the blood. That is our third response. Plead the blood of Jesus right there where you're at. I want you to say with me, I plead the blood of Jesus. Pastor, why is this important? Because when God told Israel, put blood on your doorpost, death passed over and what the word over" means is to be spared, is to be exempt and today as we've taken the Holy Communion you are being exempt, plead the blood of Jesus over your physical body right now, I plead the blood of Jesus, I stamp you with the blood of Jesus, I stamp your physical body with the blood, I stamp your ears and everything you've been hearing and listening to with the blood of Jesus let fear pass over you now let the person pass over you now as you plead the blood of Jesus over your life as you begin to plead the blood of Jesus over your family as you begin to plead the blood of Jesus over your home over your belongings over your finances there's business people you need to begin to plead the blood of Jesus over your business those of you who work plead the blood of jesus over the promotion you just got And as you plead the blood of Jesus, something is passing over your life. Anxiety passes over. Depression passes over. Worry passes over. Fear passes over. Lack passes over. Poverty passes over. The lies the enemy has been trying to get you to believe they pass over. My God, I feel the presence of God right now. I stamp you with the blood. stamp your marriage with the blood your marriage will not fail your marriage will succeed i pass over your children as i stamp the blood of jesus i want to encourage somebody today that as you plead the blood of jesus over your life God will preserve you. The blood of Jesus brings preservation. Are you ready to be preserved? I got exciting news for you. You're being preserved, your finances are being preserved. Yes, Holy Spirit, this is the moment to sow. This is the moment to get your tithe and give what belongs to God to God. Don't you dare be a thief. Right now, you can text to give. I want you to grab your smartphone. I'm gonna do it with you. I want you to grab your smartphone, and I want you to go to text. This is a moment to give. I want us to do it together tonight. Everyone who's watching at home, I want you to put 58782. I saved it on my phone already, text to give. and. I want you to write remnant, R-M-N-T. You're going to text the word remnant to 58782. And if this is your first time, we'll go ahead and give you two, three minutes to just register your account. It's going to ask you for your information. It shouldn't even take more than a minute or two. And then you can just put your debit card or your credit card. And after you've done it, you're going to receive a text that says, next reply, your amount. Example, $75. And I want you to put the amount that you want to give. Just give the amount you want to give. You know, I feel the presence of God right now. God just challenged me to take a step of faith. And you want me to tell you something? Every time I've brought an offering to this altar, every single time I dare to believe God when I didn't have nothing. Pastor, that's not biblical. Do you remember the woman that only had enough to eat for her and her son, the widow? And prophet Elijah came, and she gave it all. What does the Bible say happened? She had more than enough to eat. Do you remember the woman that gave all that she had, and she was blessed? I can tell you testimony after testimony. When I've gotten my seed, and I've sown it here on this very altar, I want to let you know tonight, if you're sowing, or if you're thinking of sowing, This is fertile ground. My wedding rings are a result of a seed. The cars that my wife and I drive are a result of our seeds. I am a byproduct of my generosity, my faith, my giving unto God. The properties we own are a byproduct of the faith and the generosity and the giving we've given. I want to challenge those. Both young adults or adults, elderly, whoever's watching right now, this is the moment to give to God. If you haven't given your tithes lately, Don't hold back, give them to God, because when you give to God what's in your hand, he will give you what's in his hand. He will release what's in his hand. Fear will tell you, oh, you know, that's a lie. Fear will tell you, don't do it. But I remind someone, Jesus said, the measure you give is the measure you receive. And right now, a whole bunch of us need to receive, or we want to receive, I give you the answer. It's in the book of Luke. Give, and it shall be given unto you don't hold back I want to challenge you right now text 58782 and you're gonna text the word remnant and you can put the amount that the Holy Spirit gives you let God speak to you on the Mount. There's also a number that you can call. We want to challenge you to do the text to give. It's much easier. But there's also a number that you can call. If you're watching us internationally, you can click on the donate button and give to God. I want to tell you, you're giving unto fertile ground. You're, you're giving unto God's kingdom. Do you remember? When Jesus died and he rose again and the Roman soldiers saw that Jesus wasn't there and, 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 uh, and then, and then the, the guards went to go and tell the religious leaders, hey, look what happened. This guy Jesus that we crucified that died two days ago, he's no longer there. He rose again. And do you remember what the religious leaders told them? Here's money. Here's money. We're going to pay you to tell a lie. Tell everyone that his disciples came and stole him. Hey, if the devil's trying to use money to promote the biggest lie, that Jesus didn't raise from the dead, how much more should God's children raise up and use our finances to expand the gospel, the truth, the way, the life, the kingdom of God? Right there where you're at, I want to challenge you. There's a businessman watching me right now. God has just put an amount, a great amount in your heart and in your spirit, and God is speaking to you through me to tell me to tell you it is me. Right there where you're at, if God has been good to you, if He has blessed you, I want you to take a risk. Take an action step don't let fear contain you don't let fear t- uh, hold you back don't let fear scare you I want you to take the risk together with us and I want you to sow into a good father give to a good father so that it will be given on to you I want you to just lift up your hands for just one more moment and I want you to say with me Heavenly Father place in me an amount to give Bless my giving. Multiply my giving. Sanctify my giving. Tonight, I will be blessed in the midst of this storm. I will be blessed in the midst of this crisis. God is showing me that there's people right now that he's gonna release a business. He's gonna release a business. He's gonna release an idea. In the midst of crisis, he's giving you an open door He's given you an opportunity, and He is going to bless you. So right now, I command lack and poverty to break off your family, to break off your life. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I call you into abundance. I call you into blessings, into breakthroughs and prosperity. In Jesus' name, may you be blessed. If you haven't sown, so right now. In Jesus' name, click the button, make the call, or text to give. 58782, text RMNT we bless you and we love you before we go into worship i just want to do one more thing if you watching me right now and you've never given your life to jesus it's not a coincidence that you're watching it's not a coincidence that you feel a tug in your heart there's two places where a man goes if he dies it's either heaven or hell if you're old if you're elderly if you're young if you're a youth there's two places where you go if you want to go to heaven the day you die god forbid you die tonight tomorrow where would you go in the times that we're living in you need security my friend more than life insurance you need your eternal insurance if you want heaven make this prayer right now or if you're watching me and you know you're not in right standing with God but you want to reconcile you want to be good with God like no more going to sleep begging God to forgive you you want to be good with him and you want to know that you're going to go to heaven what would you do if you died thinking you were going to heaven and Jesus told you I don't know you if you want to get right Right now, it doesn't matter whether you want to go to heaven and you've never given your life to Jesus or if you've done this before and you want to get right with him, repeat this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe that your son Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life, and forgive me for all my sins. Jesus, I believe you died for me and you rose from the dead. If I were to die, when I open my eyes, I'll be in your arms. In Jesus' name, say with me, I let go of my past. I let go of this world. I break every covenant with the devil, with sin, with my past, and I make a covenant with my new life. With you, Jesus, with you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, we love you, we celebrate, and we honor that decision you just made. Please let us know. If you've given your life to Christ, we want to be able to call you, visit you if you're local, or we'll send someone to your house around the world. We love you, and we bless you. Thank you for joining us today, and a special shout-out to those who follow us on a weekly basis. If you love what you heard, hit the subscribe button and follow us at Remnant Youth on Instagram and YouTube. God bless you. We love you.